0: Right from JMI Wealth, Andrew Callagher, good morning. Morning, Mike. Right, Reserve Bank, is Adrian celebrating his extension with the news that we all understood the message and in inflation is coming well and truly under control?
1: Yeah, not quite. Uh, not quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> at what stage do we get inflation fatigue, Mike? What stage do we get tired Oh, I'm still fizzing about it. <laughs> yeah, look, this is not a widely followed piece of information, but every quarter of the Reserve Bank uh, surveys um, the professional market on their expectations of where inflation is going to be. So it is the aptly named survey of expectations. Uh, and the latest survey results don't really contain great news for the newly reappointed Reserve Bank Governor. So expectations for inflation, which arguably are as important as the current actual level of inflation, well, those expectations continue to push higher. Uh, and at a high level, from the Reserve Bank of New Zealand's point of view, there's really no rationale in these numbers to do anything but keep the pressure on the official cash rate. So, what are the details? Well, the expectations for where the consumer price index will be in a year's time, 5.08%. Yes, that is lower than the current level of inflation, which is 7.2, but in the last survey, it's a quarterly survey, in the last survey, the one-year-ahead expectation was 4.86, so those expectations have gone up. Now, that people are also asked, survey response are also asked about expectations for two years ahead. Now that response was 3.62, and that is a significant rise from the 3.07% at the previous survey. Now, that two-year-ahead um, outcome, Mike, that's particularly particularly... particularly problematic for the RB. It's one that the RB keeps a pretty close eye on and it's not even inside the upper margin of the 1-3% to band by the end of 2024. Remember the target is the midpoint which is at 2%. I would note, Mike, if you're looking for some sort of good news here, if you look at the 5 and 10 year ahead expectations, they're pretty well contained. They really haven't shifted up significantly so you could surmise from that that the RBNZ doesn't have a long-term credibility issue because people think that in the long-term, the RBNZ will do their job. Now, look, the Reserve Bank's scheduled to release the monetary policy statement, and official cash rate review on the 23rd of November. It would seem from this, that a 75 basis point move is very, very likely. So you're all out there gonna get a wee little Christmas present from the Governor <laughs> that we're gonna be seeing for the next five years.
0: Righto, midterms, what are the markets gonna make of today?
1: Yeah, look, look Mike, look, we care about this because the U.S. share where the US share market goes, other share markets sort of tend to follow. Same goes for interest rates. And we know that the economy and inflation were the big topics. But how does the outcome of the midterm elections actually affect the share market? So sort of what's happened historically? Well, I sort of dug around a little bit yesterday. Edelman Financial Engines, that's a big US financial advisory business. According to data that they have crunched, here's some the, interesting the, here's the, here's the numbers. The S&P 500 had an annualised return of six since 1948, during the nine years when a Democrat was in the White House and the Republicans had a majority in both chambers, which is what we're sort of surmising might happen. When the Democrats had full control. That number wasn't 16.9; it was 15.1. And when we had a unified Republican government, it was 15.9. So it's actually better when you had the uh, when you had the Democrat in the White House and Republicans had the majority in the both chambers. Now, the share market has also historically tended to underperform in the year leading up to the midterms, consistent with what's happening currently. But then outperform in the 12 months after the midterms and Bloomberg had uh, crunched those numbers there and in 17 of the 19 midterm elections that have been held since 1946, the six months after the midterms were better than the six months prior. So what we can tell from all this, uh, investors are more than happy when politicians bicker but don't actually enact any new laws that may hurt corporate profits. We get on with life. Now what are the numbers? So, well, actually, at the moment, we're just a sea of green across the share markets. Mike, the Dow Jones is up 488 points at the moment, so it's about one and a half percent, 33,315. The S&P 500 is also up 1.2 percent, so it's 3,852. And the Nasdaq is up 1.34%, which is up 141 points, 10,706. So at the moment, the market's pretty happy about it. Uh, the FTSE 100 was relatively unchanged overnight, 7,306. Uh, the Nikkei gained 1.25% yesterday, closing at 27,872. Uh, across the Tasman, the a 200 gained 0.36%. Closing at 6958. The only person that wasn't getting in on this action was the NZX50. Uh, it was down 1.23% yesterday, 11,151. Fletcher building under a bit of pressure. Now, the Kiwi dollar, Mike, 0.5994. It is flirting with 60 cents against the US dollar. And we haven't seen that since mid-September. Against the Aussie, 0.9160, 0.5942 against the euro, 0.5170 pounds, 87.17 Japanese yen. Gold has had a bit of a surge in the last few days. It's trading at $1,714.76. And Brent crude, $97.34.
0: See you tomorrow. Andrew Keller, hegemaiwealth.co.nz.